This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms crash in Prince George's County. I'm Nick Agnelli. A shooting in Montgomery County leads to several schools being placed on lockdown. I'm Mike Marilla. D.C. police search for a suspected carjacker who escaped custody today. He had gone to Howard University Hospital for some medical care, and that is where the people in charge say he got away. It's 8 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Two of the four Americans who drove over the border into Mexico on Friday and were abducted have been found dead. Two survivors have returned to the U.S. and a suspect is in the custody of Mexican authorities. More from CBS's Omar Villafranca. Mexican authorities found Latavia McGee and Eric Williams at a stash house outside the city of Matamoros after gunmen moved them to multiple locations to avoid capture. It was the end of a road trip for cosmetic surgery. McGee, Williams, along with their close friends, Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown, traveled last week from South Carolina to Matamoros so McGee could have cosmetic surgery. Progress is reported in California's San Bernardino Mountains after big snowstorms. Major roads have finally reopened for residents, as KCBS-TV's Tina Patel reports. We talked to one man who said he's just grateful that he can now get to work. I get to go to work. I left Sunday to go to Victorville because uh, my, my family lives up there, and I was able to go to work Sunday because it was a week and a half that I haven't worked. Yeah. Right now, the mountain communities are still closed to visitors, so there are checkpoints on Highway 18, 38, and 330. Meantime, an atmospheric river is due to hit the northern and central parts of California later this week, and there are flooding concerns. Five women sue Texas over its six-week abortion ban after they say their pregnancies threaten their lives. Reporter Chris Fox in Austin. Amanda Zarowski needed an abortion after complications with her pregnancy left her in the ICU. With sepsis. My healthcare team was anguished as they explained there was nothing they could do because of Texas's anti-abortion laws. The lawsuit claims the Texas Fetal Heartbeat Act has created confusion among doctors who turn away pregnant women with health complications for fear of prison time for performing an abortion. Texas Right to Life's John Sego helped draft the law. It does not need to be altered, but there may be tools that we need to educate practitioners to correct some false narratives. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. There have been some eyedrop recalls over the last few weeks for possible bacteria, including one by the FDA for Pharmedica USA. Dr. Catherine Colby of NYU Langone's Eye Center on why the recall uptick. It's likely contaminants in the manufacturing process. 
Vision loss has been reported in five people who used recalled eye drops. It'll cost you even more money, even more to borrow money if the economy remains strong. And in its fight against inflation, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell says... If the totality of the data were to indicate that faster tightening is warranted, we'd be prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes. It's not what Wall Street wants to hear. The Dow plunged 575 points. The Nasdaq fell 145 points. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 803 here on WTOP on this Tuesday night. It's March 7th, 2023. Reston is at 46, heading down to the 20s. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following for you at this hour. A D.C. police sergeant charged with killing a man now and violating the victim's civil rights after the man tried to drive away when police woke him up inside his running car in Northeast. This was in August of 2021. Our story tonight from WTOP's Megan Clorty. In August of 2021, a group of D.C. police officers walked up to a running car wondering about the state of the driver. Body camera video shows they found 27-year-old Antoine Gilmore sleeping in the driver's seat with a gun in his waistband. After tapping on the window and waking him up, Gilmore tried to drive the car forward, and D.C. Police Sergeant Ennis Jevrick shot him 10 times. Shortly after the shooting, Chief Robert Conti said the incident went against department policies. In a federal indictment charging the 41-year-old with second-degree murder and a federal civil rights violation, a grand jury contends Jevrick willfully deprived Gilmore the right to be free from the use of excessive force. Jevrick has been on administrative leave since the shooting. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. An 18-year-old student from Wise High School in Prince George's County has died in a serious crash. Our report tonight from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. There's pieces and parts of the car scattered all over the street. It's a white BMW that's completely demolished after smashing into a landscaping truck that was parked along Ritchie Marlboro Road in Upper Marlboro. Acting Deputy Chief Anthony Klein with Prince George's County Police. Officers, once they got on scene, they identified an 18-year-old female deceased. She had been sitting in the passenger seat of the car. An 18-year-old man who was driving was injured. Both of them attended Wise High School, which is located near the crash scene. The cause of the crash is still being investigated. In Upper Marlboro, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A double shooting in Montgomery County led to several schools being placed on lockdown for a time today. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us more about what happened there. It was around 12.30 when bullets started to fly on Lake Landing Road near Montgomery Village Road. Two people were hurt and the shooter ran off. Officers arrived and found two males of an unknown age suffering from non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. Sheriff Goff with Montgomery County Police says as a search for the shooter, the Montgomery County Public School System made the call to have everyone shelter in place at five area schools. That has since been lifted. While not giving the ages of any of the people involved in the shooting, Goff says the accused shooter, who was a male, was found and arrested. This was an incident contained between the individuals involved. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Search is on for a prisoner who escaped custody in D.C. today. 22-year-old Kenneth Phillips was being held on carjacking and burglary charges from a case in November. Police say that Phillips managed to run away from authorities as he was treated this morning at Howard University Hospital. Authorities are asking anyone with information on his whereabouts to call them. A family is working to change drug testing policies in Maryland after their loved one died from an overdose in October. Josh Seams died from an overdose on his 31st birthday. His mom and I ended up calling for a wellness check. 
found him unresponsive um, and cold on his bathroom floor. His partner, Melanie Yates, and family are pushing for legislation to require Maryland emergency rooms to test for fentanyl on toxicology screenings. Maryland Delegate Joe Vogel of Montgomery County says more accurate information is required. We need data-driven solutions to this fentanyl overdose epidemic. A majority of Maryland hospitals already do test for fentanyl. But I think this would really honor his memory and save other people's lives. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. Let's turn to local politics on WTOP. Virginia Delegate Eileen Fillercorn will not seek re-election this fall. Fillercorn is the first woman and first Jewish person to serve as Speaker of Virginia's House of Delegates. It comes about a year after she lost her position as House Democratic Leader in Richmond. Fillercorn first won her seat for Fairfax County back in 2010. She joins a wave of lawmakers, many of them Democrats, who have recently announced retirements. University of Mary Washington political scientist Stephen Farnsworth joins us on WTOP earlier. He says that we're seeing lots of political retirements because districts have been redrawn. And so it's an easy decision if you're thinking about retiring within the next few years to choose to retire now because of the fact that you're going to be having to introduce yourself to a significant number of new voters. In an interview with the Washington Post, Filler Korn says in order to move things forward for Virginia Democrats, she's got to leave the House of Delegates. She also acknowledged eyeing a run for governor in 2025. Still ahead here on WTOP, the Federal Reserve warning of higher interest rates in the months ahead, and that has certainly knocked uh, stock markets or traders for a loop today. We'll get into all that coming up with Jeff Claybaugh and Money News. It's 8.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP, Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Clarksville, westbound 32 remains completely stopped around the crash after 108 has been stopped for a while. And uh, eastbound traffic does get by without delay, but traffic has nowhere to go. Once you get west of the intersection of 108, you are stuck until they open up some lanes there. So do not commit to 32 westbound from 108 to points west. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Well, doing okay on each right now. No delays to report on 270. Did have the crash in Dunkirk, northbound route for Brickhouse Road. Things are generally good to go in Virginia. 395 and 95, each pretty quiet. And 66 is also without delay so far. Inbound, or I should say on 695 in the district, headed toward 295. So eastbound 695 at 6th Street, southeast. There is what I believe to be a crash, and that is blocking the left lane on eastbound 695 near 6th Street in southeast D.C. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A cold Tuesday night across the region with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s under clear skies. Strong winds again tomorrow, especially for the morning and midday hours with plenty of sun. will warm into the upper 40s to low 50s. Mostly sunny and nice on Thursday with highs in the low to mid-50s and light winds. For Friday, it's a dry start. Rain and maybe some wet conversational snow moves in later in the day and comes to an end Saturday morning. I'm not thinking we'll see any accumulation, but something we're watching. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tonight at the wharf in D.C., it's 49, National Harbor 49 degrees. Sterling at 46, but dropping all the way to the mid-20s. We expect some wind chills as well. Even right now, our temperature in Chevy Chase, Maryland is 44. But you factor in some winds from the north, and it feels like it's about 37 degrees. Much cooler than the actual air temperature. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
810. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here is Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell warned the markets to expect higher than expected interest rates. The Dow tumbled 575 points. Facebook may cut thousands more jobs this week on top of 13% workforce reduction last fall. Ashburn-based DXC Technology, one of the D.C. area's biggest companies with 15,000 employees, has terminated talks with a potential acquirer. Lego has never been more popular, with sales up 17% last year. Lego shoppers are buying bigger and more complicated kits. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Asian markets are mixed. Uh, Tokyo stocks are flat at the moment, but South Korea is down about 1%. And Australia's ASX 200 also 1% lower. Coming up here on WTOP, potentially explosive new information dug up by the Wall Street Journal about the Federal Trade Commission's investigation into Twitter's business dealings under Elon Musk. We'll check it out in a live update next. It's 8-11. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, an increase in organic search visibility, and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com, P.F. Chang's, and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. It's 8-12. Are you or someone in your life struggling to find meaningful work because of a disability? For 60 years, Melwood has been championing employment for people with disabilities with an emphasis on empowerment and inclusion. Before Melwood, Melissa was rejected by employers who wouldn't even consider her resume due to her disability. She was forced to take short-term work that failed to provide her with the benefits, growth, and longevity that she craved. When Melissa connected with Melwood, her skills, interests, and positive team energy were immediately seen and valued. At Melwood, we have positions available across the DMV at federal agencies that can serve as a starting or transition point in your career. We offer competitive pay and benefits and an inclusive environment for people with and without disabilities. Open positions include administrative assistants, landscaping and groundskeepers, and custodial workers, among others. Visit melwood.org forward slash jobs to learn more about Melwood's employment services and how we can work together to find the right fit for you. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D dot org forward slash jobs. Still ahead on WTOP, shouldn't Lamar Jackson be in higher demand sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP? Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. 
Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details. Thompson Creek Window Company designs, builds, and installs replacement windows that are built specifically for our climate without the middleman markup. You get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from their local factory. It's our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors, plus no interest until October 2024. Save even more with new tax credits from the government. See thompsoncreek.com for details. Call 855-57-CREEK today. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It is 8.15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The Federal Trade Commission is demanding that Twitter turn over internal communications involving its business decisions under new owner Elon Musk, including the layoffs of thousands of employees. Among the demands by the FTC is for Twitter to identify all journalists granted access to company records. Let's take you live tonight to Wall Street Journal tech policy reporter Ryan Tracy. Ryan, thank you very much for joining us. People may only be hearing about this for the first time or or know very little about it. What is the scale of the investigation by the FTC and what else do we need to know tonight? Well, the FTC has been looking at this at least since Elon Musk acquired the company in late October. And they've sent them. 12 letters that we know of and that we've been able to review with all kinds of questions about the company's business practices. And in particular, they're focused on privacy, uh, the privacy of Twitter's users because Twitter's under an FTC order um, that carries the force of law that that Twitter's got to take some steps to protect privacy due to previous violations. So that's where this investigation started, and you described a lot of the places where it's heading. Why is the FTC asking about the names of journalists, and what should we make of House Republican allegations that the agency's been weaponized by Democrats upset that um, Musk bought the the uh, social media giant in the first place? Well, the FTC says that Generally, when they're investigating a company for uh, violations like this, they want to know the type of information that the company has provided to third parties because anything the company's given to anyone else, they ought to be able to give to the FTC. So that's sort of the FTC's version of why they're asking about these interactions with reporters, which you know a lot of people probably have heard about the Twitter files and how the company let uh, independent journalists into into review the records and communications of Twitter under the previous ownership. And, you know, the Republicans are saying that this is basically politically motivated harassment of Twitter and that a lot of these questions aren't directly related to the FTC's oversight of issues like privacy, which, you know, that very much is part of what the FTC does. You know, the FTC says this is about privacy and that, you know, they're staying within their statutory mandate here. Something that's interesting and something that's explosive may not necessarily be the same thing, although they can be. What what did you find as the most interesting thing dug up in, in your reporting? Well, you know, they're really focused on Elon Musk and and a lot of the the changes that he's made at Twitter. You know, I, it's certainly interesting they were asking for all his internal communications and also that they wanted to depose him personally. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that room, although I'm sure they won't let me. You know, but but Elon's been attracting a lot of attention with the big staffing cuts and all the things he's been he's been uh, doing, all the changes he's been making, and and so it's interesting. To add to that, the fact that some of these moves are raising eyebrows with the agencies that oversee Twitter. Is there any timeline? Well, we don't know how long the investigation will take, and uh, we know that there'll be, you know, certainly more oversight from Congress on this. We expect in the coming weeks that, you know, 
lawmakers are going to try to get more information about uh, from the FTC about what it's doing. Um, you know, this investigation is ongoing, and there hasn't really been a specific timeline about when it would end. And I, I think I might be uh, leaving the four corners of your reporting here, but any uh, any discussion of the user experience on Twitter as a result of all this? I mean, people are just anecdotally saying they're seeing more videos of violence or uh, postings, uh, extreme uh, writings, that, that kind of thing. Anybody discussing that, again, with relation to this investigation? Well, you know, it's interesting. Social media companies really, in the United States at least, are not all that tightly regulated in the sense there isn't an agency that sort of oversees the decisions that they make about what content to promote or what content to take up or leave down. That's something that some that people in Congress want to change, but that hasn't that law hasn't been passed yet in really any form. So the FTC's job and the FTC's authority has to do with whether you know companies are telling their customers the truth and whether they're treating their customers fail, fairly and that is part of what the FTC is looking at you know to the extent that twitter made promises to its customers about the experience the way the experience on twitter would be or the way that their information would be protected that kind of thing any statement that twitter has made if twitter doesn't live up to that there could be a legal risk we really appreciate the update ryan thanks a lot Thank you. Ryan Tracy, Wall Street Journal technology policy reporter about the FTC investigation of Twitter. This is Bob Imler. He's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Howard County, Clarksville, westbound 32 after 1088. Traffic had been stopped for quite a long time. Some traffic is getting by. Single file to the left now, uh, just west of 108 on westbound Route 32. Uh, eastbound traffic gets by without delay with the lanes open. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are doing all right. 270 runs without delay between the Beltway and Interstate 70. And northbound Route 4 Brickhouse Road still has the crash in Dunkirk, but some traffic does get by. 50 out to Annapolis and the Bay Bridge runs without delay. And in Virginia on 395 and 95, no incidents or delays to report. All is quiet on 66 both ways. In the district on 695 eastbound near 6th Street Southwest, East, southeast, the crash remains along the left side of the roadway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. Clear skies tonight with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s. And after strong winds today, still breezy out there tonight. And breezy to windy tomorrow on your Wednesday with gusts up to 35 miles an hour. Plenty of sun, though, and highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. Low to mid-50s on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. DuPont Circle now at 48, Germantown 43, Annandale 46. Some parts of our area could be down to the mid-20s tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, say 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Now for a quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Two of four Americans are dead after being shot by a gunman and kidnapped shortly after crossing into northern Mexico. The survivors are back on U.S. soil. The latest details are ahead. A bill's been introduced in the Senate aimed at banning the popular app TikTok. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And we're going to talk about a new kind of Reese's peanut butter cup, plant-based, if you're interested. Stay with us tonight on WTOP. Come on, man. I thought you said we have better seats this time. Oh, but we do. With 100 times space zoom on my new Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra, we can see everything. Oh, are you zooming in on the coach's clipboard? Yep, and it looks like he might be doodling. The mascot riding a pony? I can't even see the puck that they need to shoot! So, how do you like our seats now? <laughs> I think I just really like your S23 Ultra. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. 
Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. 822. When you hire your local CertiPro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. Put the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. You're listening to WTOP News. 823 Environmentalists, unions, civil rights, and consumer groups all express support now for a measure to expand Maryland's commitment to offshore wind. The bill aims to modernize the electrical, the electrical grid or electricity grid, if you prefer, to transmit offshore wind energy. The measure would set a goal for Maryland to generate 8.5 gigawatts of offshore wind by 2031. Maryland is now working toward building 2 gigawatts pending federal approval of two projects off the coast of Ocean City. We are halfway to peak bloom of our famous cherry blossoms on the National Mall. But with the temperatures going up and down this week, there is a concern that this year's blossoms could be on track to be one of the most disappointing blooms in the last few years. So far, so good. I think we're probably still on track for somewhere between the 22nd and the 25th. Checking in on every Washingtonian's favorite bloom, Mike Litterist with the National Park Service says the cold temperatures forecasted for the rest of the week shouldn't mess with the peak bloom timeline of March 18th through April 2nd. We would need temperatures sub 27 degrees and the, the blossoms would have to be emerging before we have any concerns. But with the blossoms in stage three, the blooms are one day off the timeline in 2017 when a late cold snap caused a majority of them to die off. Don't see any of those extremes in the forecast right now. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. 824. Reese's peanut butter cups are getting the vegan treatment. Hershey says it's Reese's plant-based peanut butter cups. They go on sale later in the month. This will be the first vegan chocolate sold nationally. A second plant-based offering, Hershey's Plant-Based Extra Creamy with Almonds and Sea Salt, will follow in April. The chocolates are made with oats instead of milk. Hershey says people want choice. They're looking for products they consider more healthful or with fewer ingredients, including reduced sugar and plant-based options. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 825. Let's check in with Rob Woodfork. All right. The Wizards halfway to what might be their worst loss of the season if they don't uh, hurry up and wake up in Detroit. The uh, Pistons uh, have the worst record in the NBA. They've won only eight out of uh, 31 home games this season. They're leading 71-67 as we are nearing the midway points of the third quarter in Motown. The Wizards shooting the ball well, 54%, but uh, 10 turnovers 
Uh, that's uh, never a good thing. Uh, they haven't uh, really found their way to the line, just 7 of 8. Uh, from the foul stripe, and uh, right now the leading scorer in the game, Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, Kyle Kuzma in his hometown uh, with 10 points for the Wizards. The CAA title game at the ESA uh, in the uh, second half. It is Charleston in front of UNC Wilmington, 38-31. to The big NFL news of the day is Lamar Jackson getting the non-exclusive franchise tag before the 4 p.m. deadline today. He'll get uh, $32.4 million if and when he signs that. Uh, more importantly, though, he's free to negotiate a long-term contract with any NFL team and sign an offer sheet that, if Baltimore doesn't match, gets two first-round picks to the Ravens. Now, uh, multiple reports of that, a number of quarterback-needy franchises, including the Commanders, are not pursuing him, and that uh, raises some pretty serious questions about what's going on in the NFL. Meanwhile, the New York Giants ponied up uh, as much as $160 million over four years for Daniel Jones. That allowed Big Blue to franchise tag Saquon Barkley and the Jets talking to Aaron Rodgers about a potential trade out of Green Bay. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Is your point with Lamar Jackson that uh, quarterback of that caliber 